Time for Florida's oh, yes. number one favorite sports podcast. Um, that podcast could only go by one name, and the name of that podcast is indeed Balls. Indeed. Gwen. Huevos. And Shanti sold 24 tickets. <laughs> what the fuck did y'all expect? She was foolish. Ha <laughs> ha! She sold 24 A college concert. Oh no. A sports podcast. <laughs> oh my god. What do you expect, really? Like, it's a Shanti, bro. Jig got like two and a half songs. What, what was she, that concert about to consist of? She bad, though. Yeah, uh, I can look at pictures. It's just it's true. I'm about to spend money. Um, but the thing is. We'll get to that when we get done with the thing. That's right. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It is the podcast with balls about balls. Um, how's everybody doing? Very good, sir. Not not too bad at all, actually. I'm, I'm doing well. Doing all right. Good, yeah. good, good. Uh, episode fifty nine. Danny Ro- Roosevelt Colvin. Okay. For the New England Patriots. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wasn't Danny Thurvaten one? Yeah, Danny Trevathan, yeah. Uh, white boy. Who's white boy? Oh, Luke Keekly. Yep. Keekly. He does wear 59. Nice. And then we got another linebacker from the Texans. Uh, oh. Tell me, Marcel Darius? Nope. No, Marcellius. 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 <laughs> Jack Ham. Jack Ham. Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know who fuck that is. He's like a really underrated. He's the only. Writer. He's the only Hall of Famer that to wear number fifty nine. Yes, he is. That he is. I mean, it's a trash ass number. That is so good. Congratulations, there, sir. You're the king of trash numbers. Kylie, bro. You're a savage, bro. Savage. You're a full savage. Well, anybody else? No, the 59 is really not that popping of a number, like you said. We weren't disagreeing with you. Shout out to all the freshmen that wear 59 playing corner. Oh. <laughs> That's about to change their number real quick when they become sophomores. And Yo, never let you You're an asshole, bro. You know what's crazy? You wore 59? I wore 59 my freshman year of high school. Yeah. Playing soccer, playing football. So me, the undo yard, 59. <laughs> 
Palm Beach Gardens. That's pretty lit. Class of 2008. I was in class of 2008, but that was in 2008. I wore that. that class of 12? Class of 12. Damn, that's crazy. Wore that beat 5'9". I think I got a picture of that bit. Oh, no. <laughs> don't do it to him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, left daddy. Ain't nobody in yeah, basketball ain't got none of that. No, nah, 59? No, hell no. Yeah, so yeah, that's it for 59s. I feel like, unfortunately, we're about to have another dad joke of the week. <laughs> you bet your sweet ass we are. You're so aggressive tonight. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling a little woke. All right. Yeah. Um, Keep it going. Hold on, I got to pull it up. Mm. Oh, <laughs> okay. This is one I made up today. Why you made it up? No, I didn't make it up. I was about to be like, bro, you um, are really taking this too far. You ready? No. But go ahead. Now I'm ready. What do you call an ant that gets squished by the pink panther? Dead ant. 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 That's probably your best one. That's probably your best one. That's but it's sad that that's your best one though. So we need you to do better for Jesus. No, I thought it was really good. No, just do better for Jesus, okay? Nope. All right, great. So are we moving on okay. to the N F F L the N A F A L A the niffle 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 niffle. Alrighty, so to recap, bless you. Gosh, man, I thought I was gonna get through that. You thought so? I didn't. Um, you know what? You could EAD, bro. Eat a threat. So, um, to recap, week seven in the NFL, um, we'll start things off Thursday night football. The Broncos filleted the Cardinals. Um, and Boy, it wasn't even close. Anybody who happened to play somebody who randomly started the Broncos defense uh, got murdered because they put up a solid like 33 on your ass. Um, Ooh, what game was this? This was the Broncos Cardinals. The final score was 45 to 10. And there was like two defensive touchdowns, three interceptions, two yeah. fumble recoveries. Like it was. Crazy. It was it was rough. Oh, all right. Well, there's the one that Dylan's doing for now. Oh, it's fine. His phone hasn't gone off yet, so we'll, we'll wait for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Chargers narrowly beat the Titans um, in London. How do you guys feel about yeah. Vrabel going for the two-point conversion to win the game as opposed to the extra point to send it to overtime? You think that was a bad decision, or do you think he's trying to establish like a winning, you know, a go for the win culture? Short term, it's a terrible idea. Okay. Long term, it's a great idea. Um, here's the reason why I'm looking at it from a player perspective. I can get behind a coach that would do something like that because okay. you got faith in us that we're going to get you to win. Um, I mean, naturally, they could have won the game in overtime, but I think the fact that you want to go for the gusto like that, that's very Belichickian. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it was, I liked it. Those uh, would go for that. Nah, not in nice circumstances. He would have waited till overtime. And I if mean, he was in that position in overtime, then I feel like he probably would have did that. Okay, but, but I feel like. If he I, had, if he, I feel like if Belichick had a chance to have another quarter to do some work, I think he Yeah, I mean, as, as far as what I mean by Belichick, I mean, like, 
that is something to expect from him. I don't think he'd do it now with the team that he has. But I think early Belichick, when the, when the early Patriot teams was rolling, 2001 to like 2006, I think he rolls the dice and he goes for two. Titans don't got nobody to be going for two. They don't, but I mean, it's, it's a, they don't, but it's a good move on his part, though, because he can go back into the locker room and say, see, this is the faith I have in you guys right that, that, there. Yeah, I feel you, you on that. You understand what I'm saying? And like, I, as a player, I would hear that and be like, you know what, bro? Let's kick ass in practice this week, dog. Like, fuck it. I'd be like, hell nah, coach. You ain't had no faith in the defense, coach. Oh. You didn't want to put us back out there. Oh. Because you knew what would have happened. We would have lost. So you're that, so you're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... Moving this is on. why we can't have you in the locker room. You're that player, like, as soon as they're done, you go to the locker room first, and they're like, wait for the change, and we'll go inside. <laughs> so the Browns had their fourth overtime game of the season. And they lost, And it? they lost to the Bucks by a field goal. That makes um, them 1-2-1, two, one, isn't it? Nah. In, play- in overtime games? Oh, in games? overtime games? Yeah, 1-2-1. Yeah, 1-2-1, one, yeah, one. One, one, bro. That's crazy. Four um, overtime games in the season? Yeah. And it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, so, um, there's yeah, there's a lot of choking happening uh the browns i mean Hugh me, me and Watson, they played they played really well but they always tend to just make dumb mistakes at the worst possible time Hugh like Jackson. they'll play solidly yeah jackson Your... jackson's out of here i would think yeah i think he's the whole out of here fire um lack of discipline on your team there young man for sure the panthers came back from being down 17 nothing uh to winning the game 21 17 um they play the, the Eagles. The Eagles folded. Yeah, they folded pretty hard in the fourth quarter. Um the Vikings whooped up on the Jets. The Lions pretty easily uh beat the Dolphins. Say the one I want to hear. Um the Patriots won a hell of a game against the Bears. Oh, that, was nice, that, that was a nice game. That was a really good game. That was a good game. That's not what I was talking about. Uh, hey, listen. 38-31. I told y'all about Trubiscuit. Yeah. That... Uh, if he could have only put like three more yards on that Hail Mary at the end, yeah, that shit would have been, been crazy. Yeah. I couldn't believe he caught that at first. Kevin yeah. White, too, of all people. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't snap it half when he caught it. Career. Oh, my That's probably God. Just saying, he's always hurt. That's probably the first catch of his career. Yeah, you should have said I'd be shocked if he didn't get hurt. Don't be sitting here saying he get snapped in half. Well, should be breaking. Um, oh, my gosh. That's probably the first catch of his life. Yeah. You know, y'all two are for sure the assholes. That's fine. I'll take that. Um, My gosh. Andrew Luck and the Colts defense somehow uh, filleted the Buffalo Bills. It's the freaking Bills. I'm almost there. Uh, The Texans beat the Jaguars 20-7. Blake Bortles benched. What? I think I called it. Yeah. Uh, Blake Bortles was benched during the game. Uh, he was being typical Blake Bortles that we've come to know. So they benched him for being him? Yeah, they benched him and put in Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. You got benched for Cody yeah. Kessler. He scored a touchdown on his first job, yeah. bro. That's ridiculous. So, first job, I think he scored a touchdown. So they did say that Blake will be starting this week. I mean, he got no choice. Um, but he will be on a short leash. Oh. And How much shorter of a leash can you put a man on when he's doing you out of there? Cross well, here's here's why I think it's going to happen. First interception, you're gone. Be, I guess what they're planning on doing is they'll see how he plays this week, and then they go into their bye, because this week they're playing in London. <laughs> so then they'll see. Blake is undefeated in London, though. He's 3-0. Uh, then he should go play in London. Yeah, for sure, forever. Um, 
<laughs> he'll he'll be the only person on their expansion team. Yeah, he'll be sure. um, the only person. Yeah. So I guess after that they'll see what they want to do as far as the quarterback situation goes. Um, my whole thing is at this point the trade deadline is after this week is done. Who you about? To, nobody about to get him. Don't even, don't even mention the trade deadline. No, no, no. I'm not saying to trade for Blake. I'm saying the Jaguars need to trade to get somebody um, this week. If they if they want somebody who's on a roster, I feel like Tyrod would be a perfect fit for them. Um, shit, RG3. He balled out during preseason. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett would be a great addition. Um, there's quite a few quarterbacks that could come in and turn that franchise around. And Probably let's not... Let's not forget, yeah, we have Colin Kaepernick, who now what what's crazy about you know the fact that he's been out of the game for what is it two and a half years now, is that now teams are going to use that against him. Yeah, oh, man. he hasn't played in two and a half years. Well, whose fault is that? Like, <laughs> like Blake Bortles hasn't worked in two and a half years. Damn. Well, he damn. Hasn't been good in two and a half years. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But speaking of Colin Kaepernick, uh-huh. Michael, what was Michael Jenkins. Oh yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, he was in an interview and he was telling them how like yeah he's been saying that Colin Kaepernick deserves a job, Eric Reed deserves a job, which he finally got. Mm-hmm. But he was saying like you could watch who um because like the Eagles play the Jags this week. Yeah, and he's like you could watch uh, as like, I could watch game tape of our opponent and based off that I could tell you that Colin Kaepernick deserves a job for sure. In an interview, I was like oh. You know, he's talking about you, Blake. I'm You're glad. Trash. I'm glad you mentioned Malcolm Jenkins bringing up Colin Kaepernick and Eric <laughs> Reed. You can watch tape of our opponents and see that Kaepernick deserves a job. I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned him bringing up uh, Kaepernick and Reed because him and Reed almost got into it before their game started, the Panthers Eagles game, because uh, Reed basically called Malcolm Jenkins a sellout mm-hmm. uh, because he says that you know. All his protesting and everything, he was just trying to get money for his organization. And now, like, he hasn't been protesting anymore. That's all kind of been quiet on his end for that and stuff now. Um, so he kind of called him a sellout, called him a, a neo-colonial, a neo-colonialist mm. and stuff like that. Like, he, Air Reed is not, is not mincing words when it comes to, to Malcolm Jenkins. So I'm not sure what your guys take on Malcolm Jenkins in that regard, but um, he seems to feel pretty strongly about that. Um, I think I think they both feel very strongly about it. I just think at the end of the day, there is two sides to every story. I I can see both sides. I, what I would want to do if I was Jenkins, I would provide some kind of proof that that money did go to a good cause. Yeah, I'm um, sure it because did. if it did go to a good cause, it went to a good cause. I don't know if we should be calling it a sellout per se. Um, however, you know, Eric Reed is. That other side of the extreme, that's what he is. And he's like, I don't even care if you tried to find middle ground. F- fuck your middle ground. Yeah. Like, you're on this side or you're not. And it don't matter if you got, like, pretty much just looking at it like you took you took shut up money. Yeah, yeah you might have made it. You might. It's almost to the point where I don't think he cares even if it did go to something good. He's looking at it like you took shut up money to take the attention off of Kaepernick. You're a part of the machine. Yeah, That's, that's essentially what he's looking at it as. Um, I wouldn't say he's totally wrong, but I wouldn't say he's totally right yeah, either. That's my job, yeah, so yeah, so he's looking. He's looking at it from a from a lot of different perspectives that I don't think people are and won't until they lose their job. 
for supporting somebody in their beliefs and seeing somebody who should be supporting them too, being like, all right, bro, let me take this million dollars from you so I can get the rest of these boys to shut up real quick right. so we don't talk about these two getting fired. Right. Um, so, I feel you. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about perspective, bro. Yep. So the Saints beat the Ravens 24-23 uh, because of a Justin Tucker mixed, uh, missed extra point. He was, he was like 222 for 222 before that. Yeah, for bro. extra points. Ooh. Justin Tucker, the kicker. He never missed an extra point in his career. And he and he missed it. Ah, worst time. Worst time to do so. Uh, but you know, it was probably the commentator's fault. You know, they were probably like, oh, he's never missed an extra point. So this is pretty much guaranteed to go to overtime. What? He missed. He missed. The Redskins beat the Cowboys. Uh... Cowboys really had no offense whatsoever during the game. But um, but they have added a piece uh, within the past week uh, by acquiring Amari Cooper from the Oakland Raiders for, for a first-round pick. Raiders out here doing complex um, baths. So here's <laughs> – yeah, Jeez. I'm gonna go. Well, well, wait. Let's wait till we get. Let's let's hold off on the Raiders. I want to talk about no, this not the Raiders. Oh. we're we're holding off on Grudenitis. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there in a second. So let me get through these real quick, and then we'll break. We'll talk about that trade a little bit more. Uh, the Rams filleted the 49ers, which we saw coming. The Chiefs filleted the Bengals. Um, we did not see that coming. Yeah, and then we saw a win, but we didn't see no freaking dominant performance. Right, like and that. then a uh, despite a late. Uh, a late game comeback attempt. The Giants fell to the Falcons. Eli has got to get the whole out of here. Yeah, they traded the wrong Eli. Um, they traded Eli Apple to the Saints. To the Saints. And they traded Stupid. and they traded Snacks Harrison to the Lions. So oh. now they're now they're dissolving their defense as well. And there's talks they could be getting rid of Janoris. They'll they'll get rid of Janoris. They'll send Janoris to the Patriots. So that brings me to what I want to talk about. Uh, where. We got a couple teams that are in full fire sale mode, it looks like. Um, the Giants seem to be clearing house with the exception of the Can we just call it Grudenitis? Yeah. Now, John Gruden, I don't know whether to call him uh, an idiot or an evil genius or a little bit of both. I think he's an idiot for getting rid of Khalil Mack. But what I will say is he's set the team up now to where next year they have three picks in the first round and about $70 million in cap space. Yep. Nice work. So if... It's used correctly. That's a big if because I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up trading those picks away for other dumb shit. But if if he plays all that right, this could this could potentially be good for the Raiders, considering they'll have five first rounders over the next two years. So um, fingers crossed on that, bad. I'm not holding on to hope for that. I can't wait till he starts snapping and you yeah. be like, Gruden's doing a great job. I, I hope he proves me wrong. Uh, but, you know, he traded Cooper two weeks after he said he wasn't going to trade him. Uh, and, you know, he's now saying he's not trading anybody else. But, you know, we'll see. The week's not over yet. Um, and then the Giants, they seem to be getting rid of everybody who's not the main problem of that team. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I mean, Snacks Harrison has been kind of slacking. Too, but he's a great player, and I feel like he would have come around if things would have been better. I just don't think it's a great situation to be to be completely honest. Yeah, it's just not a fun situation either. Like y'all, not only are y'all not winning, but it's it's low key a circus over there. 
It's a lot of media shit going on over there with the Giants. It's just, just it really not is. fun. It really is. And especially because Giants are one of those teams where they are always going to be in the spotlight because they are the New York Giants. Um, it's, Even when they're trash, bro. Yeah, it's it's hard for what they're doing to not be painfully obvious. Um, one thing I did want to mention, it's not on the agenda, uh, Bilal Powell is going to have neck surgery that could be career-ending. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's, I think he's only 29. Um, so, you know, hopefully everything goes well with that and he can, you know, make a return and stuff. Neck, neck injuries are never, never pleasant. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is Drew Brees. So a lot of things have been happening this year. Uh, Brees has hit a lot of milestones. Mm -hmm. And my question is seeing how good. Patrick Mahomes is doing. Do you think Breeze has a chance to win MVP this year? That being the one milestone he really hasn't had. Um, I did the numbers real quick just to see if they kind of average what they've averaged so far this year. Um, at the end of this year, Patrick Mahomes will have approximately 5,100 yards uh, passing, 50 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Hell of a year. Amazing year. Drew Brees will be at 5,000 yards. So about a 100-yard difference. 35 touchdowns. And no interception because he hasn't thrown one yet. So, you know, whatever. So that coupled with him hitting the 500 touchdowns this year. All-time leading passer. Beating all 32 teams. Do you think... Even though Mahomes' numbers are, you know, higher, especially in the you know fifteen more touchdowns, do you think they would give it to Breeze because he's at the end, and they maybe view Patrick Mahomes as being too young, or not too young, but you know still young to where? So if the if the machine is what I think the machine is, yeah, that's Breeze, kind of what I'm asking. Kind Breeze of. Breeze will get the MVP. Yeah, Mahomes will get Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. That's that's I what would like happen. That only happens the, based on the records of those teams, though. Yeah. Because if Mahomes has that kind of season, mm -hmm. Breeze ain't about to finish with zero interceptions. Yeah, no, I feel but you. If Mahomes has that kind of season, with and you have fifteen more touchdowns, more than Drew Brees, mm -hmm. and your team ends up with like this crazy ass record, I think they're both gonna end up being. 12 and 4, 13 and 3. Yeah, I think they're both going to be the top two seeds of their conferences. Yeah, they will. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that, just seeing the trajectory of how they're playing. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think it would, it's going to be close between the two. But I think because of the numbers that they could potentially be putting up, unfortunately, I don't think Todd Gurley could, is going to be... Patrick Mahomes is playing too good. Yeah, it's, it's a two-man uh, race at this point. Yeah, like, it's unreal. Watching Patrick Mahomes play, and the fact that he's like not even the only weapon. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you still gotta take into account the accolades that Breeze has accomplished this year already. Exactly, yeah. Right, number one in passing yards all time, five hundred touchdowns thrown, and he's beaten every single team in the NFL. And ha and a great year on top of that. Yeah, it's a five thousand yard passing year. Yeah, they're not gonna. Oh, that's cool, that. but I mean, that's that's cool and all, but that's at the end of the day, those are 
career milestones you're right that's not a year not a season milestone they might just give him a career milestone award and be like you've never won this is the only thing you haven't done so yeah i can see them throwing i can see them throwing him a bone i I can see that bro i could i really could i really could yeah so So. i don't know i just kind of wanted to pose that out there real quick um so Le'Veon bell still not reported to camp i told Uh, you he wasn't going to right and what I did not realize is his strategy behind it. You see, what I did not know is because he's he would technically be playing on the franchise tag, he has yet to sign his franchise tender, which means if he waits until after this week to come back, the Steelers cannot trade him. They can't trade him because he hasn't signed his tender. And why that's good for Bell is because if he were to get traded – to another team, that new team could then franchise tag him next year and he could end up going through this whole thing again. Mm-hmm. So by just holding out, losing a little bit more money, he's now in the driver's seat for the rest of the season. Yep. He'll show up in time to make probably five, six, seven mil this year and cruise into the offseason, whatever, have his pick of the litter. So I think I didn't realize that I didn't realize that whole not signing the franchise tender thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, So when I saw that today, I was like, wow. So he becomes a free agent. He becomes a free agent outright. So he has a couple of games to show that he can still play if Pittsburgh isn't feeling petty. Pittsburgh could be petty and be like, I mean, we're doing good with James. So second string it is for you. That's fine. He'll just sit on the bench, rest up, get paid, and be 100%. For whatever team gets them. And they're going to come after Not a single bump and bruise. Yep. They'll be like, dang, you got no miles on you last year? Bad. We're going to get a fresh body. He needs zero time to recover from anything. And he's happy. Because he was cool chilling, collecting his same paycheck that he would have gotten if he was starting or not. Because he's on the franchise tag. Easy. But here's the abstract, though. What happens if he goes to another team and he just folds because it's not the same blocking scheme and it's not the same lineman? Well, then he'll probably already have a lot of guaranteed money wrapped up. So it is you what it is. Go. Either way, he wins. Yeah, that's true. For that team. Yeah, he can't. He can't lose in this situation. And I'm saying the team that gets him better understand it. It has to work for him. Yeah. If it don't, it's on your ass. He can only lose in one situation, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx him. No. Don't say it. No. Nope. All right. Bet. I'll tell you guys not fair. Um. <laughs> you know what it is. I don't know what it is. I look, you want to know. If he comes back and gets hurt, like badly hurt, yeah. to where he's like out for the I year. I wanted to say it so bad. I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so do you guys have anything else to add before we move on to the picks? Nah, I kind of think you just ended it there with that. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to sum up, uh, Nels has taken a commanding lead uh, in these picks, not going to lie. Uh, last week, he went 11-3. and three. Dylan and I both went 9-5, and five. Uh, which brings the grand total to Nels is in first place at 64-41. and 41. I am four games back from that at 60-45. and 45. And then two games back from me is Dylan at 58-47. and 47. What games did I get wrong? What games you got wrong were the... um, You got the Redskins-Cowboys wrong. Mm. 
You got the Falcons Giants wrong. As a Nats, oh yeah, I did. See yeah, we also did Nats. I did. And you got the Browns Bucks wrong. So we all said Browns. Mm. Yeah. So. Dang. Yeah. Uh. So you in the lead? Shut up. Huh? <laughs> right? Drew got like a 10 game lead on everybody, and he's like, ah, no, oh, darn. No, 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 no. Oh, I didn't go 16 at all. I'm not, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not doing it for the lead thing. I just want to get all the games right one week. Yeah, that'd, we all do. No. That'd be cool. That's what I'm saying. That'd be that's cool. The, that's the point of this. I know I was three games away. Y'all should just be like happy for me. Dang. Yeah, I'm happy I'm losing to you now. All right, so. <laughs> Thursday night football. We got the four and three Dolphins at the four and three Texans. Ooh, you know this is gonna be. A good oh, game. we forgot to mention uh, Patrick Peterson saying that he wants out of Arizona. Well, he didn't say that was speculated, but he came out with a letter saying that he wants to be part of the solution. He was never trying to be part of the problem. So it's one of two things: either it was leaked by the agent and he's trying to cover it up, or it's just legit a rumor. But we'll find out when the when when the trade deadline. I thought comes. about that because Tyron Matthau he tweeted out and it was like Pat Pete slide <laughs> for real to the Texans. Pat Pete could go to Ooh, any defense. That defense. Nice. Yeah, he could go to any defense right now and be straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. Sorry. The four and three Dolphins at the four and three Texans. I'm going with Texans. I think Dolphins are in full shutdown mode at this point. Well, Dolphins. They is- started three and zero. And their past four games, they went one and Well, three. like I said before, they lost three of their main linemen. One of those three being their best linemen. And um, beyond that, they got injuries on the defensive line. They got injuries in the in the secondary. And, and they then, got an injury quarterback. And and they got Rock injury. Osweiler. And they got injury wide receiver. Hikey playing better than Tannehill was, though. And, yeah. And uh, Albert Wilson just got hurt, too. Oh, yeah, they put yeah. him on IR, so they're hurt. It's still going to be a good game because the offense is a scrappy team regardless, but I got the Texans taking this one also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much too much firepower for them to handle. And Dylan, you said Texans as well? Yup. All right. All right, so we have the 3-4 and four Eagles at the 3-4 and four Jaguars in London. I don't care what Blake Bortles' record is in London. He's not winning this game. Eagles. I mean, Eagles folded, so you know they're mad. So oh. Eagles are going to win that game. Okay. Um, the three and four Broncos at the six and one Chiefs. Chiefs. Wait, you said Broncos Chiefs? Yes, at Chiefs. Chiefs. They played each other a couple. I was weeks about ago. to say so they played each other Denver. again. Yeah. That one was in Denver. That one was and in this Denver. was in KC. Yeah, Chiefs. Ooh, Chiefs. Even though I feel like Broncos are going to make it a game again, and uh, Lindsey is going to go off. Anybody who has them on fantasy who's listening to this, even though they're gonna lose, start Lindsay, running back number one. All right, we have the rematch of week one: the two four and one Browns at the three two and one Steelers. At this point, like as much as I want to say Browns, like I just can't do it, dog. Can't do it. They just can't seem to finish these games. They lend Denzel. This game will probably down. go to overtime, though. Again, I'm gonna go Steelers. They got a full. They got a full command of their offense now. They understand to give the ball to Connor more. So yeah, Steelers. 
Steelers, man. The four and two Redskins at the one and six Giants. You know, Giants could, Giants could win this game. Though. Yeah, but they're not going to. They could. Redskins. Redskins are playing pretty well. Yeah, Redskins, man. Fuck. Um, the three and three Seahawks at the three and three Lions. Mm. I'm gonna go Lions. They started. They've actually started using on Johnson, and he is. Bald. Yeah, he's eating right now. Yeah, Lions. L-I-O-N-S. The 3-3 three and three Bucks at the 4-3 and three Bengals. Mm. Bucks coming off an overtime win. Bengals coming off a very disappointing blowout loss. Mm-hmm. And it's where? It's in, in, Cincinnati, in Cincinnati, which is probably going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I'm going to go Cincy. I'm also going to go Cincy. All right. The three and four Jets at the three and three Bears. I'm taking the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Bears. All right. We got the uh, the four and three Ravens at the. Uh, sorry, I'm still in my Chicago. At the four and two Panthers. Panthers, baby. Panthers, Ravens at four and two. Panthers. 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 Ravens. He's going Ravens. Ooh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? You are the tiebreaker. <laughs> Part of me really wants to go Ravens. Tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Panthers. Tiebreaker. Going Panthers. Um. The two and five Colts at the one and five Raiders. I'm going Colts. Raiders could win this game. Okay. Colts. Uh, Dang, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Damn. All right. So Amari Cooper being gone. Marshawn's not playing, bro. Marshawn is not old. He's on IR yeah. until December, so his who's career got, might be gone. Who's our next running back? We got a decent running back core, with the exception of Doug Martin. But like Jalen Rashard and uh, DeAndre Washington, like they're they're straight. That's a fan in talking. Okay, I mean Jalen Rashard's straight though. It's a fan talking, bro. Colts. There you go. That's a fan talking, bitch. I picked the Colts too, ho. I think, Yikes. But still, like. The 1 in 6 49ers. I'm about to change my pick because of Jalen Rashard. At. <laughs> and I ain't going to tell him to change his pick. Eesh, He's that's who we had. <laughs> 1 in 6 49ers at 1 in 6 Cardinals. Say that again? 1 in 6 49ers and the 1 in 6 Cardinals. That game is going to be booty. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with the better coach. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Ooh, that booty. 49ers have been playing. They've been playing good football. So I'm gonna do 49ers. I'm gonna been go 49ers. Great football. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do 49ers. People ain't been sleeping on my dog CJ. He's been he's been doing good. Yeah, he's been eating. All right, so you're going 49ers as well. Yeah. The three two and one Packers at the seven and zero Rams. 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 You know that's gonna be a great game, but I'm yeah. going with the Rams. They just keep doing what they're doing. Um, Sunday night football. This should be a good game. The five and one Saints at the four two and one Vikings. Saints. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Saints. Saints. Ooh, wait. Mm. Are they just trading Eli Apple? Mm. Is Saints against the Vikings? Mm. <laughs> Everson Griffin coming back for the Vikings. <laughs> Saints just got Eli Apple. Where Where is it? It's in Minnesota. <laughs> Ooh, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. You voted, y'all. Y'all voted hella quick. Minnesota. Oh, Drew Brees. And then Monday Night Football. We all picked the Patriots. Okay, sounds good. The five five and two Patriots at the two and five Bills. Bills on their Bills are on their fourth quarterback. Why is that Monday Night Football? Because our, I think they were thinking Josh Allen was going to be... Uh, Snapping. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, divisional game in Buffalo. Prime time. Out of here. Kevin Benjamin is trash. Yep. He is basura. <laughs> All right, so we only have two games different, guys. Sounds good. That's pretty exciting, bro. Yeah. Just change some of yours, bro. Some of those. Some of your picks. No, 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 no. Good. Moving right along. We're moving to the NCAA. FAU, you trash! The NCAA. The NCAA. The trash nigga. Trash nigga. You know what? Yeah, sound up the band, man. Let's just go straight into that FAU minute, man. Um, Sound up the band in like a really just. Let me swallow my nuts real quick. All right, swallow them nuts, bro. Wow. Like just do it in a real. Actually, you know what? Don't do it in any particular like. Don't do it. Happy no. way. Do it in a real like I'm over it Don't fashion. Do it really. oh, I got you. Fuck them. Don't even do it. I got you. Just let me know when you're ready for me to begin. Um. All right, go. FAU. I don't even know where to start here. We are now three and four, and we are fifth in the Conference USA East. Mind FIU, Middle Tennessee, Marshall, and Charlotte. FAU, what are we doing? That makes no sense. Now we got to win a couple of games so we can get to a bowl game. I hope other niggas lose. The fighting owls are on the prowl. Whatever. Go F A U. I still love y'all, but y'all tripping. F A U. Sucks. Who we lost to? Tulane? Marshall. Marshall? Marshall smacked. They filleted. Yeah, they filleted. What was it? 31 to 7 in that bitch? That shit is crazy. Filet y'all, dumbass. It's a fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's an off year. What the, the fuck? The lane train was rolling, but the lane train has slowed down a little bit. You mentioned a Gruden. We got <laughs> we gotta pretty much go on a, what, four-game winning streak? Now, here's the interesting thing. At home, we're 3-0. and On the road, we're 0-4. So, I think we got two more games at home. But we got to get to six so we can get to a bowl game. That's that's what it is. And hopefully we go to a good bowl game too. Like a bowl game in an area that I can be wanting to road trip to. Ooh, babe, if we go to like New Orleans again, babe? I'm sliding. I don't care for you like that. They say it again? I said, when they go to New Orleans again, I'm sliding. I ain't going to go to the game. 
I probably won't, to be honest. I'm just going to be there on you, dumbass. What? Bourbon Street? I'm there. <laughs> Bourbon Street was so much fun. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to talk about that, though. Correct. All right. So, sorry, y'all. I had to get over that for a few minutes to talk about what went on this week. So, this week in college football, to be honest with you, was pretty spot on. I mean, the ranked teams won with the exception of one game, and that was Ohio State. Dang, who man. folded. We're going to talk about that right now. They folded so they hard. They folded to the Boilermakers. Now, here's an interesting thing. With that win over Ohio State, Purdue is now 3-1 and one in the Big Ten. Just, just wanted to put that out there. And, the, and Purdue has won four overall and two in a row against ranked opponents. Two in a row versus ranked opponents. Two times in a row. There you go. There you go. So they are currently second in the Big Ten West. See what a win gets you? That's what a win gets you, big dog. Yeah. So, I mean... What were your views on that game? They have zero running game. I mean, they ran for what seventy three yards, I believe. Yeah, but it's they had they didn't have to uh, uh, Purdue right Purdue didn't have to plan for the run at all. They literally played pass, played pass, played pass every single play, every single play. Do you know how many times Haskins threw the ball? It had to be in the 70s. 73 times. Yeah. You remember my yeah. rule. Anything over 50? 40. Oh, 40, it's yeah. 40. And he went way over that. Which Damn. which was bananas. Yeah. Man, them receivers out there eating no big. <laughs> <laughs> they had all the targets in the world. Can't say that they didn't have a game. Whoa. Congratulations, y'all boys. This is your game. This is your game. I mean, the run game is important, especially when you're in a conference like the Big Ten where it is physical. You need to establish some sort of a run game. If you don't have a run game, then it's just not going to happen. Right. So you have a quarterback going 49 for 73 for 470 yards and only two touchdowns. Not only do they not have a run game, but they don't have much of a red zone offense either. They can't produce Anything in the red zone. Yeah, how the fuck you get all these yards and you ain't scoring? Don't make no sense. None. And as far as rushing is concerned, like you said, you can't win when you have one ru- one rusher going nine attempts for 45 yards, another rusher going 11 attempts for 24 yards. And you're not going to win if you give up three rushing touchdowns to any team. Yeah, it's just not. If you let any team get three rushing touchdowns on you, you're going to lose. Especially when it's one player. One player doing it? Yeah, if it's one player doing it because you're juicing the team. Yeah, they're eating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're they're eating. So, I mean, beyond that, I think all the games essentially went the way that they should. Um, Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, what's up, bro? Do you have a problem with the fact that uh, UCF went from 13 to 12 to 10 to 10? To ten, so I have and they've won every game because they're not ready. So I'm we're gonna we're gonna actually talk about that. Right. Not we are ready. we are actually gonna talk See, about my that. My transition skills is on point, bro. Yeah, you're good to go. And so here. what what I wanted to say is the one game that I was very pleased in was Michigan versus Michigan State. 
I feel like I feel like Michigan needed that win, mm-hmm. especially yeah, especially Coach ask, Harbaugh because they got a young he Sigma need, over there running that offense. He really needed the coach in particular, Harbaugh, really needed this win um, because this is usually the time of the season where everything falls off for Michigan because that's when they play all the states: Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, in that order usually. So they got one out the way. They got one out of the way. So that game was was really good. Just, um, just keep giving that Sigma the ball. Oklahoma versus TCU went well. Um, it went as expected. 52-27. Iowa shut out Maryland. Washington beat Colorado. That was a close game, though. Even though it was 27-13, it was a lot closer than the score puts. Penn State almost got upset by Indiana, University of Indiana. Clemson Didn't killed call NC Indiana? State. I called Indiana. You I did. Um, Bama killed Tennessee. Appalachian State is in the top 25 on y'all ass. Shout out to my boy, J.P. Caruso. He probably not even over there no more. Trash ass nigga. Appala- <laughs> wow. Um, I know you're happy with your team, LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU, that was a really drag them out defensive game. And LSU was just... LSU, yeah, LSU proved superior. Um, Mississippi State really hasn't slept on defense, though. If they can get an offense together in a couple of years, that team might be all right. Because they, they're really ready to strap it up and go against anybody. Florida about to crack so, the top four. This I like that. Um, Washington State beat Oregon, and I was not expecting that. That disappointed me a little bit. But, I, but watching the game, not only did they have a great game plan, but I will say this, I definitely underestimated Washington State as a team. They're a good team. I don't think they're going to get to the playoffs, but they're definitely a formidable team to look out for. They they're going to change up that picture of the of the Pac-12. As a matter of fact, I think Washington State might be that team that messes up the playoff picture for the Pac-12. It's a possibility because Oregon was on their way. Um, University of Kentucky pulled off the win. Stanford pulled off the win. Utah beat USC. Um, South Florida beat UConn and UCF. 37-10 over ECU. So, interesting thing about UCF. They, um, they almost lost to Memphis. They did almost lose to Memphis. Um, That's why you can't crack the top 10. However, um, what ended up happening was, um, I believe Kirk Herbstreet um, was asked a question. Well, not even asked a question. They were just trying to get into... Why UCF isn't considered a um, why they weren't considered a top five or a playoff program, and essentially it went to the extent of where Kirk Herbstreit was like, "Who cares why they're not in the top five? They do not have no, not really. They do not have the strength of schedule to carry on." So, with that being said, because if they crack the top ten. And keep going undefeated, then you're gonna have to crack that top four, and then you're gonna get blown the fuck out in that one of them playoff games. Then people are gonna be wondering why the hell was they in there in the first place, and then somebody like Ohio State or Florida or Georgia gonna be sitting there outside like we could have probably beat that team that blew them out by eighty. Right. Often. So the letter from Danny White, he posted it on Twitter and he started with "Good evening at College Game Day," right? So. How this worked is, he says, game day crew, I heard that on Saturday you debated UCF's now 20-game win streak and said this shouldn't be all about UCF when talking about playoff eligibility. 
I couldn't agree more. College football is the only sport in America that's not settled on the field, and we need to fix that. I heard our winning streak was met with a comment of who cares. What? Sports should be all about wins and losses and not the brand on a jersey. College football has become a subjective popularity contest. The Knights represent all of the teams who, for reasons of history, geography, or politics, are left out of the club. These factors will not define our bright future. Our student-athletes don't want anything given to them. They just want a chance. No one likes having their accomplishments disrespected. UCF fans are knowledgeable and passionate, and I applaud them for using social media to have their voices heard. The American Athletic Conference partners with ESPN. As such, we hope to work with you as partners to fix a broken model. Will you join us? Danny White. Bro, let them get... They need, just let them get in. So they can get their ass fucking filet mignon so that way they and sit their ass back down. Like, this is why I, I wasn't there. But they were saying the same thing when they were about to play Auburn. That Auburn was about to smack and and destroy them. And they came out and won. That's fine. I mean... But Auburn's Auburn. Wait, what? Auburn, Auburn got tendencies to fold. Auburn's just a team that's great for, like, great moments. But Auburn's not your dominating ass team. These niggas do. What did they record this year? Haven't they already lost like twice? No. Who? Auburn. Auburn, yeah. So. Auburn might have lost three. What mm-hmm. ends up happening is they talked about strength of schedule. And everybody went on Twitter and started talking about UCF and their strength of schedule. Being that they're in the American Athletic Conference and so on and so forth. So, Athletic Director Danny White comes back on Twitter and says... We're always looking for good teams to play. Hashtag charge on. And then drops a letter. Wow, there's been a lot of football scheduling gurus hitting me up on Twitter with the cool guy emoji. So here are some things I like to share. We've dealt with hurricanes the past two years canceling some of our games. It's gotten more difficult recently to find schools that are interested in a series with us. Who are you talking about? UCF? Yeah, the war on I-4 is the only one that they really have. Yeah. He goes, We're, we welcome a home-and-home home against any autonomy conference team. We want to play two every year, and I'm always looking for good teams to play. Danny White. You know, honestly, what they should do then, every hey, year, hey, hey week one, like week one every year, give them Bama. Yeah. Real shit. They think they bout it? Give him somebody Bet. in the top five. Yeah, I was about to say why? Why you had to go straight for Bama though? Because like, they keep saying we want Bama. No, we want do, Bama. They do want Bama. So if you so want bad. Bama, Bet, we don't give you Bama week one every year. Enjoy. We got Bama. Bama. Why no. they can't get him Bama? Do home when FAU thought it was for the come up. They gave us play. Like look what yeah. FAU was like. Okay, we we own that right now. Yeah, we'll give y'all the Gators. Bama. They gave us. Man, we almost won beat the Gators. But look at this year. Bam, we're gonna get that. That game was close. That had a great year last year. I'm gonna give y'all Oklahoma first quarter. And and they showed their colors. That's what you need to do. These teams that's up and coming, and they think they can get to that level. Give them a top five team first first week. Because these top five teams finna go play cupcake teams anyways. So let them play you and see. Let's see what's up. They treat you like the cupcake teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they come up here and bring their third string out here to play you. Treat you like the cupcake While teams. You're you twenty you're twenty and no matter. They brought their third string to play you, nigga. Your third string don't your 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 twenty and oh don't matter. Yeah. You're playing the third string. So third perfect. string by the second half. Which That's is what true. happened. You can't be in the top ten. Memphis put up thirty. FAU put up thirty something. 
It's true. I think they had like Temple or somebody else trash put up whatever. ECU shouldn't even put up nothing. Yeah. You trash. You gonna get in there with the Clemsons, with the Gators, with the Georgias, with the Bamas, and you gonna get filleted. Oklahoma, they gonna mush you. This is true. So what I will say, what I will say about UCF is this. Give them a shot. I feel like it's not necessarily fair. Kirk Herbstreit wasn't wrong because he did say, and I quote, why are we focusing on just UCF when it comes to the Power Five? Because I think there are other teams out there that are as deserving or more deserving. So with that being said, with that being said, I want you guys to put on your logic, sports podcaster, glasses and hat. Well, you know, for that, I'm going to have to call in Stephen A. Smith. So, so, we, so we can talk about this debacle in the NCAA. Okay, so we're gonna go with the top ten, and then we're gonna we're gonna do the top twenty five backwards. We're gonna do the top ten. After we do the top ten, we're going to go with the rest of the twenty five, and we're gonna find out if these teams are in fact deserving of what if they're deserve as deserving as UCF to be in the top. Oh, above the top ten? Yeah. Okay. Or not. Okay, we're going to go with the AP rankings. Yeah, that's the only ones that they count, so. Okay. So, let's do this. So, we've got number one with all 61 first place votes, Alabama. Yeah. I okay, guess. yeah, they're they're more deserving. Uh, <laughs> number two, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, Notre Dame. Say what their records are too, because I feel like that's oh, important. Number one, this. Alabama. Number two, Clemson. No, no, no. I'm saying like seven and zero. Oh, gotcha. We know Alabama's eight and zero. Yeah. Clemson seven and zero. Notre Dame is seven and zero. Number four, LSU. Yep. Yeah. Seven and one. Number five, Michigan. Yep. yep. Seven and one. Number six, Texas. Mm-hmm. Six and one. Number seven, Georgia. Yep. Six and one. Number eight, Oklahoma. Yep. Six and one. Number nine, Florida. Yep. Six and one. Number ten is UCF, seven and zero. Number eleven, Ohio State. Nope. No. I think Ohio State should be ahead of them. Yeah. Seven and one. Number twelve, Kentucky. No, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with UCF. I'd love to see a Kentucky UCF game instead of that dispute. Six and one. Number thirteen, West Virginia. No, mm-hmm. they should be ahead of UCF. Yeah. Five and one. Number 14, Washington State. I like UCF. UCF, yeah. Six and one, even though they just beat Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Number 15, Washington. UCF. UCF. Six and two. Number 16, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Five and two. Number 17, Penn State. Penn State. Penn State, yeah. Five and two. Number 18, Iowa. Uh, Iowa. Six and one. Number 19, Oregon. UCF. Five and two, number twenty, Wisconsin. I'll put Oregon over UCF, but um, Wisconsin over UCF too. Yeah, Five Wisconsin. and two, number twenty-one, USF. UCF. Seven and zero, oh, number twenty-two. I'll N- say USF. NC State. UCF. UCF. Five and one, number twenty-three, Utah. UCF. Five and two, number twenty-four, Stanford. Stanford. Mm, UCF. Five and two. And number 25, Appalachian, Appalachian State. UCF. 
five and one. So here's my thing. Um, y'all barely deserving to be in top. I I appreciate. I really do appreciate athletic director Danny White for really for really putting out for his school. He really is, and I I appreciate the fact that he also mentioned that he's not worried about playing any school. He's down to play a home and home, which is. Which is, that's fair, because what you're doing right now is you're putting the attention on your school, and I think it gets you more recruits. I mean, yeah. he's like that, though. Because so, they have the 2017 National, National Championship in their stadium. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you've, got, you've got that going for you. However, I feel like UCF could get to a place where they could potentially jump into these conferences. I mean, at least the ACC or the SEC. That's what it's going to take. Now, I feel like if you really are trying to do that, then that's probably the route you want to go. Um, if you want to be a bowl-busting team, which is really tough to do, you can do that also. But you need to schedule better opponents outside of your schedule. If you're going to be doing seven games in schedule, then three out of those four games need to be ranked teams in other conferences play an sec team play an acc team play a big 10 team a team that you know is going to be top 10 like you got let's name the teams that we can that we can consistently talk about lsu um ohio state penn state florida miami clemson you can choose and play any of those teams any chance you get texas tech pick one Pick one. Some that are easier than others, too, but they rank. Exactly. It's crazy, how, it's crazy how UM's completely out of top 25 at this point. Because they trash. <laughs> yeah, they, they the same. They, they always do that. Like, hey, we bet. Nah, we thought y'all thought. Nah, we thought we bet. We just like to show y'all a little everybody, everybody was like, the U. Nah. It's all about the U. The niggas went back into their little holes. Now, nah, these niggas ain't nowhere to be found. There's six teams down. Come on, son. Miami is six teams down behind Texas Tech, Utah State, San Diego State, and Fresno State. They've been on some other shit. As far as points is concerned. Which is pure madness. UCF, you don't play nobody. UCF, yeah. UCF needs to get better teams on their Your first ranked game is at the end of the year against USF. If USF remains ranked at the end of the year. Yeah, that just can't. It just can't happen. Even when you talk, when you're arguing with Alabama, Alabama does have three ranked teams or four ranked teams in their schedule, and they've proven. Because I already shown you, I won national championships. So you mean I've already beaten the best? Yeah. No, we straight. You ain't showing me nothing. So that's that as far as um, UCF is concerned. Um, so essentially, the the funny thing about it is is. Even with all that being said, you know, NCAA is like, it's like the WWE low key, with the way they do their ranking. Very it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like you could win all these little matches all you want to. That means you about to be world heavyweight champion. Yeah, you're, about <laughs> like, to, you're about to get this belt though. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. Now this is why if if this is done correctly. I will gain so much more respect for the college playoff for the college football playoff committee. So the the current executive director Bill Hancock said that he said that UCF has a path to the national championship. He said if you look at the college football playoff rankings, you will see that UCF was ranked higher than any other poll 
that was out there because we gave them full consideration before we went into our final decision. Um, I mean, if the if the playoff rankings is gonna work the way that it's supposed to, then that means UCF should be. I'm actually this. I'm actually guys this too. Don't you feel like they would be ranked higher than number ten? If what? If 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 they're taking all things into consideration for the college football playoff? Mm. No. Why not? They're not playing nobody. Mm. Alabama's not playing nobody either. But Alabama proven already. That's what I'm saying. Alabama Triple H. You Ray Mysterio. I can't argue with your logic right now. <laughs> I'm really upset, but I can't argue so with that. So I can have Triple H fight all these little wiki deep niggas because I know when he get in the pay-per-view, he going to mutt. You, you just got a great, you know, you just great in-ring performance. But I put you in there with the big dolls, you already know what's going to happen. So, and you know, you don't, you got to develop your, your mic work. You got to develop your charisma. You got to, you know, beat some big guys. You got to beat the Undertakers and the Stone Colds and the, the Chris Jericho's first. They did have them number 12 last year, and it was barely in the top 25, all things considered. And they were behind They were behind Power 5 teams. Um, but he brought up something interesting, and this is the last question I'll ask you before we go into the Heisman race. Do you guys feel as if it is really about brands? Do you think that the, the playoff and, and maybe bowl games in general are just set up for Nike schools to get in? We don't see a lot of Adidas schools. Because yeah. Adidas schools are trash. We went, we went we had this before. Like twenty five episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, like a year ago. Fuck but I mean but cause I mean, it's cause Adidas don't got schools. The best Adidas school is UM. And they have nothing after that. Everybody actually, else is garbage. In for the, the top in the in the top twenty five, I think it's Wisconsin, bro. Oh, top twenty five. Yeah, not like now, but yeah, still I think, like I think it's they Wisconsin. Don't, they don't have teams like that. They have like one or two good teams. Under their brand, but you know, you bring up a very Nike got everybody. Though. Nike got damn near the whole so SEC. Alabama's. Oh wait, yeah, Alabama is Nike. Clemson is Nike. Notre Dame is Under Armour. LSU's Nike. Michigan is Jordan. Nike. Texas is Nike. Georgia's Nike. Oklahoma's Jordan. Florida's Jordan. UCF's Adidas. Ohio State Nike. Kentucky Nike. West Virginia Nike. Washington State Nike. Washington Nike. Texas A&M is Adidas, Penn State Nike, Iowa Nike, Oregon Nike, Wisconsin Adidas, USF Under Armour, NC State Nike, Utah is Under Armour, Stanford is Nike, and I believe Appalachian State is also Nike or Adidas, one of those two. Under Armour got more than you in there. You got trash schools. Did I say Wisconsin is Adidas? Yeah, I don't... I think Wisconsin is Under Armour. I think. Like you don't, you have trash schools. <laughs> That's why you're not in there, because your schools don't win as many games as Nike schools do. Validities. <laughs> I mean, if you really, if you really want to break it down like that, I mean, then Nike got the whole SEC damn near. Oh, they're definitely Under Armour, Wisconsin. See, Under Armour out here killing you, Nike. I mean, Adidas. You don't need to be worrying about Nike. You need to be worrying about getting past Under Armour first. Under Armour will be you. Adidas, I've been said Adidas should have slid out of sports the minute John Wall was tearing his shit up. <laughs> and D. Rose in them. Truth. Adidas. All them did get hurt <laughs> Adidas. 
You're making a very valid no, point. Been trash. You're making a very <laughs> valid point right now. But yeah, man, it's just it's it's crazy. Reebok about to come up on y'all last one. Watch. So now with the upset of Ohio State, um, essentially the Heisman Trophy race has become a two man race. And the Dodgers just walked the Red Sox tie game. Let's get this money. Bases loaded. Um, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're 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 binging on the World Series. Um, so anyway, you got a two man race. You got Tua, and you've got Kyler, Kyler mother freaking Murray. And and I mean, right now it looks like it's Tua's race to lose more than anything. I, honestly, that's just going to do some crazy shit. So in one of these ranked games, two of two of the game that I feel like two is going to get the most exposed would have to be LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU got the athletes on the defensive side of the ball to really give them some issues. Or if you see Florida in, in the SEC championship, which uh, I don't know about that one. Well, well, Florida has a route, but they got to win out. Jo- if we beat Georgia this week, it's a wrap. Yeah, they got to win out. So I mean. The Heisman race just got less interesting for me. I really wanted Haskins to take it, but I mm-hmm. mean, it is what it is. Oh, base hit. Let's get this money. 4-2, baby. No, I, hope, I hope Kyla takes that, though. 4-2, baby. All right. So, that's it. I mean, I know you don't care for the Heisman race because, I mean, it's boring. Kyle Murray so, still got Texas Tech to play. A pretty good Oklahoma State and West Virginia at the end of the year. Kyler would have to put up stupid numbers. He has to put up some really good numbers, and then you can't. If he put up, some, if he puts up really good numbers, and his numbers ends up being similar to Tua's, I don't see how you don't give it to him, based off strength of schedule. Right. Truth. Truth. Especially if they both. Well, I don't think they'll finish in top four, but they still have a chance to. They number eight. Yeah. So Oklahoma kick crack that top four. And they, they if they both in the top four at the end of the year. I'm you gotta I I I'm not gonna say you got to but I give it to Kyler Murray just agreed. So yeah, man, we're ready for the picks, big dog. All right. So another trash then. <laughs> another week in the books. Uh, last week, Nels went twelve and three. Dylan and I both went ten and five. Nels just pulling away at all these. Uh, all these pickums. What, what was so, the that I got wrong? God, does it matter? Yes. You got Shit. you got Oregon wrong. I did. I we did. We all got Oregon wrong. Yeah. You got you picked Michigan State, didn't you? No, I picked Michigan. You got Cincinnati wrong. Yeah, we all got Temple folded so hard. And you got Ohio State wrong. Oh, we all got Ohio State wrong. So what's the other two we got? The other two, you and I got Dylan. Do you, you pick got, Michigan State or Indiana? I picked Michigan State. Yeah, you folded. Yeah, that's a signal, of Michigan, bro. You size uh, frat. And then Indiana. Yeah, I picked you Indiana. Did Indiana. Um, yeah, Dylan picked Indiana. I picked NC State. Ooh. Dylan picked Colorado. Ooh. Yeah. What do you mean he picked Colorado? I picked he picked, Colorado, he picked Colorado to beat Washington. You and I both picked Washington. Oh yeah, that's true, true, true. Why was I thinking USC? Yikes. All right, so uh, that brings the current total rankings. Nels is in first place, 115 and 39, followed by me at 114 and 40, and Dylan at 110 and 44. Dang, you are four games behind, dog. 
It's over with. Them upset alerts. I be get it be it be close. I just, you you I know gotta, what it is. It risk, all the take. upset all the upset alerts that you sh- that you didn't call. They be in. They all hit. And then when and I the call ones them, that you call, I might as just not say nothing. <laughs> all right. So we have number twenty five Appalachian State five and one at Georgia Southern six and one. I'm going Appalachian State upset alert, but. I'm going to Appalachia. Georgia, Georgia Southern could be the hey, Georgia, Georgia Southern. Kid. Georgia Southern runs the. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they run a triple option. <coughs> Georgia Southern. This is annoying. Okay. Number, number fourteen, Washington State, six and one. At number twenty-four, Stanford, five and two. Washington, Washington State at Stanford. Number fourteen Jesus. against number twenty-four. Criminy. I'm going Stanford. At home. I'm going to go Washington State. I'll go Stanford. Number 20. Nice love. Come on, Sang. Number 23, Utah, 5 and 2. At UCLA, 2 and 5. Utah. Utah. Utah, UCLA. Garbahio. Number 22. Basketball ass move. Number 22, NC State, 5 and 1. At Syracuse, five and two. Syracuse likes to have these random upset games. I'm gonna give it to Syracuse at home. Syracuse versus who? NC, NC State. State. NC yeah. State is going to be very upset. That's gonna be a. It's gonna be a great, great game. game. I'm gonna go with NC State. Yeah, NC State, because they just came off a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, number twenty-one, USF, seven and zero. At Houston, six and one. Houston always plays USF tough. I got Houston at home. You got Houston at home. I got Houston at the crib. No. USF. That offense is tough to beat. I'm gonna go USF too. Um, number twenty, Wisconsin, five and two. At Northwestern, four and three. Oh, this is a good weekend of football, dog. Yeah. I'm going to go Wisconsin, though. I'm going to get you a mansion somewhere in Wisconsin. It's my pick, dog. I'm going to go Wisconsin. I want to go to Northwestern so bad. Upset alert. Right. Nicely. Um, number 19, Oregon, 5-2. and two, At Arizona, 3-5. and five. Oregon got that. Oregon. Oregon. Number 18, Iowa, 6-1. At number seventeen, Penn State five and two. I like Penn State at home. Penn oh, it's State in Happy Valley. Valley? Yes, yeah. Penn State. Iowa. Okay. Number sixteen, Texas A and M five and two. At Mississippi State four and three. That's gonna be a really good game. Texas A and M though. Yeah, I got Mississippi State at the crib. Oof. I'm going Texas A&M. Um, number 15, Washington, 6-2 and two, at Cal, 4-3. and three. I'm going Washington. Washington. Do not sleep, oh, Cal. But Washington. Okay. Uh, Baylor, 4-3 and three, at number 13, West Virginia. West Virginia. Say again? Baylor at West Virginia. Do- West Virginia. What are you doing, though? West Virginia. Uh, number 12, Kentucky, 6-1. and one, At Missouri, 4-3. and three. 
That's going to be a good game. Uh, Missouri's ranked what? Or Darby? They're not. I'm going to go Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm going to go, go Mizzou at the crib. Fried chicken. So either Dylan's going to make a big comeback this week, <laughs> or he's going to sink deeper into the depths. That's how I would do it. There you go. Uh, number nine, Florida, 6-1. and one. At number seven, Georgia, 6-1. and one. This game will be played in Jacksonville. Number nine, you know, Florida gotta, at number you know, seven. You got to go with the hard on this one. Got to go with them Gators. Georgia has been struggling something decent. Florida has well, been balling something decent. I'm going to go with Florida. Florida with the upset, baby. All right. Uh, Kansas State, 3-4 and four at number 8, Oklahoma, 6-1. Oklahoma, 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 uh, number six, Texas, six and one at Oklahoma State, four and three. I'm going to Texas. Texas. All my exes live in Texas. Oklahoma State can come out and smack these boys. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Wanna be ballers, Oklahoma shot callers, State. brawlers. Alright, number three, Notre Dame, seven and zero oh, at Navy, two and five, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Go Navy trash. No. Who? Notre Dame and Navy. You know, Navy's going to give Notre Dame some issues because they also run that triple option. But Notre Dame got the athletes to keep up. So we're going to go ND. Okay. And um, then finally, number two, Clemson. You pick Navy? You sleep. I'm saying they ain't even going to be close. I'll slap you. Number two. I can't wait till you hey, wrong. Hey, I'm gonna make my own. If you're wrong. Gentlemen. If he's wrong, let's just okay. pause the segment. Right. No, you're not going to do no comeback. If he's wrong, I will create my own segment. Called you thought <laughs> from now on. Well, you should just create that segment anyway. Yeah, I'm just gonna create, but I wanted, yeah, I'm gonna create. You, but you, he wants you to be the first, the first one, the first victim of you thought, silly nigga. Oh. But I'm not silly though, I'm smart as fuck. All right, so finally, number two, Clemson, seven and zero at FSU, four and three. Clemson, Clemson, yeah, bro, it's Clemson all day. FSU so gobby. Upset alert though, because Clemson might be sleeping on FSU. All right, so Hard. those are the picks. For real, for real. And we are I moving. I mean, the third probably will be sleep. Right along. Been, he's been on the bench for a minute. You feel me? W. W. We had a lot w, different on there. I can catch up. Clean. Mm-hmm. W. W. That's way too many W's, bro. W. Oh lord. W. Come on, bro. W W E. All right. The W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W W All right, um, so to kind of start things with WWE on a somber note. Um, oh, a somber note. All yeah, right. Roman Reigns uh, came out on Monday Night Raw uh, to relinquish his Universal Championship uh, as he revealed to everybody that he's had leukemia for the past 11 years. Um, he got it when he was 22, and it quickly went into remission. And uh, I guess recently it just came back. So, 
he's taking time to be with his family and get treatment and, you know, prayers and good thoughts to Roman Reigns, you know, outside of storyline purposes and stuff, like, he is a good guy from what everybody says about him and stuff, so, you know, nothing but well wishes, hope he gets better soon. Um, it was pretty emotional watching him do that promo and then uh, shaking some hands, went to the top of the, the stage and Seth and Dean came out and they both had like tears in their eyes and stuff. It was, it was pretty tough to watch. Did y'all see it by any chance? Nah, I wasn't. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I read about it though. Um, so that being said, uh, later on that night, there was a, uh, a tag team title match. Right, and who fought in it? Uh, that would be between uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Nice. That must have been a great match. I sense a heel turn. Yeah, so basically the whole crowd, just because the night was all, it was kind of a just eh, strange emotion to the night because of how things started off with Raw and everything. So, so they, I guess they wanted to give everybody a feel-good moment at the end. So the Shield ended up winning the tag titles from McIntyre and Ziggler. Um, so Seth and, and uh, Dean basically dedicated the match to Roman and all that stuff. Um, so they were celebrating, and then literally out of nowhere, Dean Ambrose hit Seth Rollins with dirty deeds in the middle of the ring. Right after, after they, they won. after they won the tag titles, and literally the crowd was shocked because what? out of all the nights, what perfect time! Hurt, like, oh my god! Like WWE, I gotta so give how them did that, How did that heel turn happen? They were celebrating their win and everything. And like they raising their hands and stuff with the titles, and, the title. and then he just turned, kicked him, boom, dropped him with dirty deeds, and, and like sat there. Told you my name is Joe. Yo, and I have leukemia. Yo, the same night. Yo, the crowd. Crying. The crowd was, was like, "What the crying. fuck is happening?" Yo, so he hit him with dirty deeds, and then that wasn't it. Then he started just beating the shit out of him in the ring. Tore off his like little shirt vest thing, beat the shit out of him. Put him outside the ring, beat the shit out of him, moved the the uh, the mat off the flooring out there, gave him another DDT onto that shit, and then walked shirtless through the crowd as the crowd was like angrily booing him, saying, "Why tonight? Why did you have to do that tonight?" Then it didn't like it just walked through the crowd and cleared it, bro. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lunatic friends. Yo, friends. this Dean Ambrose is about to be so lit, bruh. He's just started out like a fuck. <laughs> Um, the show must go on. It's a perfect. They just had the perfect way to. I contrast your most vulnerable with your. Yes. Now y'all really about to boo me. It's so hard to get niggas to boo you now in WWE. So it's not like y'all gotta boo me now. No choice. I'm about to become the number one villain mm-hmm. in the biz. Since Miz bars. You barred up just now. That's what I do. Bro. Um. So, Dylan, I want to get a quick update. Have you been? Watching uh, yes. WWE doing your. I am on the two thousand. Unforgiven. Okay. Where there's a fatal four way match: The Rock, The Undertaker, Kane, Chris Benoit. Mm. One thing I did realize about this two thousand year is they really be trying 
Madden Jeff Hardy. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if this was the, they won the titles at Unforgiven for, I think, the second time maybe in their career. Okay. I don't know when, I don't, I don't remember seeing their first win with the titles, but it seems like they won the titles before the way they've been talking. Probably. But I don't, I don't remember seeing Have you gotten TLC yet or no? They no. had, the, I had, I saw the first, this TLC. The very match. first. So you saw yeah. when it was called the, the triple, like the triple threat ladder match or whatever it was. It wasn't called TLC yet, right? That's not in 2000. In 2000, that was, it was when them and Edge and Christian and the Dudleys was beefing. So they had... Three, and all three of them had their own weapons of preference. Oh, okay. Okay, so you actually did see the first actual TLC yeah, match. The, the, okay. The Hardys had the ladder. That was their specialty. And that shit was amazing. Edge and Christian concerto dudes to death. So that, was one of the, their, that was their preference. So that's when they both, made the Honestly, match. both of those TLC matches were like two of the I best see, matches I of all time. That second one was crazy. But yeah, so they... I, I don't like the way they... they Really didn't let the Hardys get on as far as the championship up until now. Yeah, they still haven't let the Dudleys get on. Yeah. And I don't like the fact. I, as far as the way the in ring performance was, I get Edge and Christians were funny on the mic, but I don't think they were funny enough to where they should have held the titles over. Yeah, over the Hardys and, and the Dudley boys. Yeah, and even the APA like APA was some monsters. Well, in there and I were, guess how they viewed it back then, it always. Made for a better story to have the the baby face chasing the title, and not holding it. That's why a lot of times, like that time, there was a lot of like heels that were title holders for a long time, like The Rock when he was in the corporation, or them kind of shits. When even when Stone Cold was champ for a portion, he was heel and stuff. Because the, the good story is always the good guy trying to get it, trying to get it. And I'm starting to see where Kane falls off. Yeah, because now he opens his mouth. Mm-hmm. That once that started happening, it's things kind of yeah, went it's south. It's yeah. over from there. I like the little robbery between Taz and Jerry Lawler that happened real quick. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> y'all are serious out here." Shane McMahon. This I understand Shane McMahon's role in the WWE. I realized Vince McMahon. If he don't like you, you got to do crazy shit for him to keep you around. Yeah, make Foley especially back crazy then. Shit. Shane McMahon, who's always been jealous of trying H, trying to get his father's love. Most. Like this man fell off. Everything twice as high as where mankind fell off in a match versus, I think, Steve Black. Steve Black, oh, when he went off the Titan chart, yeah, I was like, yeah. Whoa, yeah, that jump is crazy. You feel me? So he gave zero fucks about it, yeah. I, I could see like he did all that just to impress Vince. You feel me? So and that, for the first time, Vince told him he loved him was like two years ago, yeah, like that's crazy. That's just crazy. So, I mean, that's real nice. I like the way, not that he loved him, he was proud of him. Triple H is making it is really impressing me in 2000. Like, as much as he's a dickhead and he's a heel, that nigga in he's ring good, man. is a beast. He's like, good. he be going through it, but he be finessing, yeah, his way out of these matches. That's why he's still going strong now. I mean, mm-hmm. he's good. Um, it's pretty straight right now. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to you know seeing how you progress. These upcoming years. Um, so this weekend, we have the first ever all-women's pay-per-view evolution, um, which I, I've low-key been pretty disappointed on the build to it thus far because they've been putting more emphasis on their Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which is like next weekend, and that's the all-guy one that's supposed to be taking place in Saudi Arabia, even though that's that still up in the it. air. Yeah, and John Cena's refusing to even go. Daniel Bryan's refusing to even go perform at, uh, at Saudi Arabia. Yeah, because of everything that's been going on and stuff. They're like, why? I'm not about to go over there. Yeah, yeah. they haven't even sold tickets to the event yet. Because they're waiting to see how everything pans out. 
So they might be doing a last minute location change. So, so where's the women's one at? Women's one somewhere here in the U.S. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's the reason. That's the reason they gave them that because last year when they went to Saudi Arabia, the women aren't allowed to perform, and it became a big thing on social media. Like, yo, the women deserve to be able to do something. So that's like, oh, okay, next year when we go do the all men's thing in Saudi Arabia, we'll have an all women's exclusive pay per view. So that's what this is supposed to be. Um, so I'm gonna go through. The matches, and we'll do, you know, picks like we normally do. See how all that pans out. Good job, Dylan. Um, so we'll start things out. There's going to be a battle royal that has superstars from the past and present. Um, the battle royal is to determine who gets a title shot somewhere down the line. Is Trish in there? Not in this match. Oh, she in the preview, though? Yes. Good. Yeah. Booty, so, man. so I'm gonna read. The, there's a lot of names I'm about to name that are confirmed for the match. Um, so just bear with me and please don't make me repeat the list because I won't. Um, so we got Tamina. Wait to make you repeat. Okay, so we got Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon. Who's Billy Kay? Alicia. She's one of the iconics. Her and Peyton Royce are the iconics, the Australian chicks. Gotcha. Yeah. Ember Moon, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Oscar, Mandy Dana Rose. Brooke. Hmm? Who's Dana Brooke? <laughs> Y'all being real childish. She's the strong chick. What the fuck is it? She'd be with Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crews. Blonde haired shorty. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so nobody going to pick to win this match. Uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi. Sonya Deville? Mm-hmm. fuck is that? Okay, don't worry about it. It's somebody who's not going to win. Uh, Tori Wilson's coming back. Woo! Michelle McCool's coming back. Michelle McCool. Uh, Medusa, a.k.a. Alundra Blaze. Oh, who the fuck that is? She's old as fuck. Um, she threw away her championship belt. When she went her to WCW. WCW. Her yeah. WWF championship belt when she went to WCW. Yeah. Like, was having a promo. It was just like, poop in the track. Uh, that's so lit Molly Holly wow Molly Holly Ivory Molly Holly looked like she belonged Molly Holly was with the with the hardcore boys right with with hardcore yes Molly Holly looked like she belonged on Sons of Anarchy yeah Um, (laughs) so we got Ivory (laughs) Kelly Kelly Ivory was one of the hoes yes oh (laughs) yes Uh, Maria Canellas yes she was and then other Maria Canellas, that yeah. was bait. And then and then other. So I'm thinking Jackie's part of the match as well. Her titties gonna be out. Yeah. So there's a few other people. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, predict Ember Moon to win because of the fact that it is for a title shot somewhere down the line. It's gotta be. I feel like it's gotta be somebody. Yeah, I give it to her too. That's what I was gonna say for sure. But yeah, I got Maria in there, and this is for the opportunity to fight for a belt somewhere down the line. They were very loose with that. So, like, I feel like that doesn't mean number one contender. That just means eventually we'll give you a title shot when we feel like it and don't have a story for anybody else. I'm going to say Naomi. Okay. Not bad at that. Um, We have the finals of the 2018 Mae Young Classic, which is the women's tournament they do every year. Um, So, I don't expect you guys to know these names, but uh, Io Shirai, she's a Japanese wrestler. uh, I know exactly who that is. Versus Tony Storm. I know who that is, too. I'm going with Shira E. That's exactly who I was going to say, but uh, right, Shira E. Yeah, I'm going with Shira E, man. Bet. 
She's been taking off. <laughs> All right, cool. So, we have the NXT Women's <laughs> Championship match. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, the NXT Women's Championship match, it's Kyrie Sane. Um, oh, yeah. She's the, <laughs> she's the Asian yeah. chick who be doing that elbow drop. She be coming out dressed like a sailor. You've oh, seen I, actually, I actually knew You've seen her. about she you said, what's your name? Is? No, that's, that's, no, that's Ember Moon. No, that's Ember Moon. That does she that. wears like all white. She'd be doing that. Or whatever. I know. I actually yeah. know. Who She's the current about. champion yeah. versus uh, Shayna Baszler, who is that UFC fighter who went She's to She's going to come up. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna keep the belt on, on Shorty because she snapped it. It's going to be Shayna Baszler because she's going to come to WWE and they're going to have a Well, she was champion title. already and Kyrie Sane beat her for the title. This is the rematch for the title. She's going to get it back so she can go face... So she's going to get the NXT title back and stay in NXT and not go to the main roster where Ronda Rousey is? Nah, she's going to go with it. That, okay. Sure. She's going to go with it on while I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane for that same reason. But, yeah. Cool, Bursky. Exactly. He's doing it for the same reason I'm doing. But I'm going with Kyrie Sane to win. Okay, so. Which would mean the other chick can go to the main roster and fight Ronda Rousey. Nah, she gonna go with the title. <laughs> okay. I'm NXT champion. All right. You're WWE champion. I want to hold both. Okay. She gonna whoop her ass. Bet. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. We see this match every week on Raw. I feel like it's annoying. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. Yeah, Bailey, Sasha Banks in that squad. That's annoying. Yeah. Over it. Um. Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Trish, Stratus, and Lita. Yeah. Trish and Lita? Yeah, they're going to give it to Trish yeah, and Lita. Yeah, Trish and Lita. Half rip. Yo, Lita was that nigga. That's a nuts in 2000 I'm noticing. And she was out here spat zing. She was out here spazzing in 2000. Yeah, she was. She helped her with Hardy winning <clears throat> championship. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, I think we all know who that's going to be. So, Raw Women's Championship, we have Ronda Rousey defending her title against Nikki Bella. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. How the fuck did that happen? Either yeah. that or... Um, Nikki Bella turned heel, and now all of a sudden she's getting a title shot. Either that's going to After gonna, not wrestling for, like, two years. Either Ronda Rousey going to win, or Nikki Bella going to win on some, like... A sister going to come in and do some yeah. bad shit. Yeah. So, so, who's your official vote for? I'm going Ronda Rousey. I'm going Ronda Rousey also. Yeah. But I think regardless, we're all saying no matter what the outcome, Rousey retains the title. Yeah. Go sit your ass down, Pui. All right. So the match that I hope is the main event, SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defending her title against Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match. Becky Lynch. First ever. Becky Lynch. Yeah. Becky Lynch. I hope. Anyways, I don't want to see Charlotte with the title. Over it. Over it. And that's all I got for the WWE. They're going to set up a Becky Lynch Oscar. So we... Oscar? Oscar. Oscar? <laughs> so we're going to move on to the MLB. The... My... And Mizzle, Lizzle, Bizzle. The Major League Boston Red Sox. Major League Boston's? Nice, I like that. So, I mean, we're down to the last series, World Series, Dodgers versus the Red Sox. I personally thought it was going to be the Brewers here, but, I mean, I'm happy because the Dodgers is my NL team. But, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm only going for one team, which is the Red Sox. Um, the, Red, the, the series has started out well. 
you have really good manage really good managerial skills on both sides. Dave Roberts and Alex Cora have been doing their thing, but Cora just seems to be making all the right moves at all the right times. Um, the Red Sox patched up um, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, they they lit his ass up early, and it just seems like every time the Dodgers make a run and tie the game up, Boston always has an answer. It's almost like, all right, bet. So we just need to score a couple more runs. Let's get these runs on the board and let's go back to playing good defensive baseball. I mean, to be to be completely honest with you, as far as eras of baseball is concerned, in my opinion, just from what I've seen in my 30 years, I've yet to see a better team built for any time of baseball like the Red Sox is built for this era right now. They've got great defense. Their defensive alignment is practically perfect. Um, their their pitching is is right up there. I mean, their bullpen has starters. Their bullpen has guys who would start on mid level teams. Some high level teams, they would be like a, a lower a low starter. So it just makes for a very intriguing. It's just, it's just going to be interesting to see how what they're going to do with this team next year. Obviously, some guys are going to need more contracts, and they're going to need to get it together. But, I mean, they're just a good team. Um, the Dodgers, to me, they were patient and waited for the Brewers to run out of energy and essentially took over and, and won the game there. But I still think the Brewers is a better team. I think we would have seen a better series if the Brewers were to play the Red Sox, and that's just my honest opinion. Um I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing out of the games. It's going to be real cool to see Cora's managing skills when you go to Los Angeles and you got to get rid of the rules that are AL exclusive, such as the designated hitter. Um, that's a big one because now J.D. Martinez has to play a position and he can't just hit like he's doing right now. J.D. Martinez is arguably the best hitter in baseball. So... Um, I think that's that's it for MLB, man. We're just we're just waiting. Socks and five, dude. Socks and five. I say socks and four the way it's looking. Jeez. But five is fair. Shit. Five is fair. Because the Dodgers got to get one. I mean, I mean they they got to. Um, maybe more, but as of right now, the way it's looking, nah. Red Sox. Socks and five. All right. So, yeah, that's it for that MLB. We're going to move on to the NBA. Everybody knew we had to talk about this shit. The NA, the BA. Oh, boy. The AA. I don't see why niggas is hype. The button, 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 button. I ain't been watching games, but I've been watching, like, box scores. Yeah. And I can see it. Like, okay, look at these young boys. This season is... this season. Hey, Trey Young? This hey. season is actually this season is starting off very well, way better than how last year started. Trey Young, he won a game tonight with is, a free throw. Is that guy? Yeah, he's he and he's in Atlanta, which is a, which is a city that needs a basketball talent. He is that guy. So Blake Griffin went for fifty. Yeah, Blake snapped, and he got the and one to Pope, win the game. Pope on Joel. Joel Embiid out here Blake, flopping like it's soccer. Blake Griffin put up five three. Didn't he get warned about the flopping? Yeah, and then they took the they took the uh, the um, technical foul away from Drummond. Oh, as far as okay. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are zero and three. 
might be on four after tonight. Uh, last I saw, I thought they were. I think they were losing to the Suns. That is ridiculous. I mean, well, here's the thing. My Nuggets is playing great basketball until Los Angeles puts the ball in somebody else's hand and forces LeBron to go off ball. They're gonna lose a lot more games. LeBron just needs not to be a point guard anymore. That time is dead. So put him off ball. Rondo's out for four games, so that hurts and. Kawhi, Kawhi is out. Oh, here. he's out for he's out for four games. Why, yeah, why he's, he's out. out for he's out for four games because he's fighting Chris Paul and he spat on him. Yep, like straight out spat on him on some slick. <laughs> he did one of those <laughs> spits. <laughs> what do you guys did, think? I thought it was mad disrespectful. It was. Chris, I mean, and Chris Paul won that though. I mean, Shannon. Yeah, uppercut. Yeah. No, nah, he hit him with a two piece. Yeah, Shannon Sharp said it best. If I'm Chris Paul. I'm not getting two games. I'm getting 20. Because I'm finna bash his face in. I mean, that's valid. He didn't say bash his face in, but I'm saying. You fuck him up. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, like, you spat on the man, bro. Yeah, like, Mitch Chris Paul. You gotta take, you gotta take it to me. Because he went to doing all that point, and like, you let Rondo punch you first. You supposed to lean his shit. The minute that spit went into here's here's what I say. He's probably thinking politically, being the president of the Players Association. Uh, Fuck that. Not in that moment. Someone spits on me, bro. It's a fucking rap. Now, here's what I'll say. Is there a possibility that, I mean, he could just be a victim for his assholeish ways? I mean, it's not a secret that Chris Paul is a dick. Man, I don't care how much of a dick you are, man. Ain't nothing. You only spit, bro. You can't spit in someone's face, right? This is true. You uh, that's just one of those things. Me, like that's that's man shit. I guess. You wow! You saw. You gotta get. Yeah. All of it. I want all the smoke. Oh, all, give give me all the smoke. I need all the smoke. He was supposed to. He was supposed to lean him first quarter. Yeah. He did all that pointing shit, and then, and then Ronald Ronald showed you, Ben. Like, hey, hold on, nigga, don't touch me. Ronald showed you that if you would have spit in his face, you'd have been put knocked your. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Rondo showed. The minute you put your hand in his face, that nigga say, hey, nigga, what? Blacks! Hit you with a mean jab. And then you retaliate. You should have been caught running with five. It's true. Before he caught you with that one. But he still won because that uppercut was mean. He busted Ronda open with that uppercut. And he caught her with the left. But then he got jayed by Brandon Ingram. Yeah, that was a cheap shot, though. Brandon Ingram will patch Chris Paul regardless. You kind of lucky. Cause that shit connected decently. Like that was an accurate ass right hand he gave Chris Paul in some traffic. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and Brandon Ingram was the first one already trying to get off. Yeah, Brandon. When, but when James Harden was in his face doing all that rah rah shit to the rest, he was like, "Hey, fuck out of here!" Yeah, yeah. that's what started. That's, that's, what, that's what started the it all. The funniest thing out of all of this is Nipsey Hustle chilling in the side, pulling his pants up like, well, <laughs> like, like he was about to do some shit. Nipsey, chill out, right? <laughs> You know, Nipsey would have got in there and stuck a bit. I know. Everybody. <laughs> now, he would have slapped one of them. <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with you, nigga? You in L.A., nigga. <laughs> L.A. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Fuck, why don't you low? <laughs> For real. You in L.A., low. That's hilarious, bro. So. But not, it's been, the hype's nice. Kawhi is out here. Kawhi is balling. Listen, <laughs> oh, y'all, I was hurt, hurt. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi is balling. Is it makes me wonder to myself, like, bro, was he ever really hurt? 
He just didn't want to be there no more. Bro, like, was he yeah. ever, cause he is out here snapping. He didn't want to be there no more. There's no way you come back from a hamstring injury. You just out here just balling. He is here. Toronto became that much better of a team because that is not DeMar DeRozan, ladies and gentlemen. That is Kawhi motherfucking Leonard. And you know, Kyle Lowry is just going to eat off whoever else eating. Which is just a perfect na- nickname perfect. for him now. The Claw. Steph Curry is out here still. Warriors are the worst. Warriors are the worst. Yo, you want to know what's crazy about the Warriors? We know the Warriors are going to do so good. We're not even concerned about them. No, not at all. Nobody's even watching their games. They already know what it is. The Warriors won? It's like, we'll see them in the playoffs, bro. That's what we'll watch. You know what's funny about the basketball season that started? I was watching uh, Famous Los on IG. Mm -hmm. And it's low-key some real shit. He was like, first first day of the basketball season. And he was like, oh, what time LeBron didn't play? Oh, LeBron didn't know no play today? It's the first day of the NBA? LeBron is the NBA? <laughs> and he not playing today? <laughs> like, high key. I'm like, high key. Like, LeBron James not playing the first game of the year? Homer. The first game on TV? Homer. You not seeing LeBron in them? Yeah, you got to be in that, man. That's hilarious. But no, it's, I, I can see the hype. But it's still football season now. I mean, the NBA season is going. The so NBA don't, season don't is going forget. to be DeAndre Ayton is that guy too. Yeah, the NBA. This NBA season is going to be fire. Just wait until All Star break. Um, Giannis, Giannis ain't going nowhere. That nigga, he's doing well. He gonna run. He gonna be in that running for MVP this year. He he's got doing to. well. Anthony Davis is balling too. Don't forget about quietly, Anthony Davis. But he always quietly like, hey, y'all boys, don't forget about me. I'm over here dropping 28 a game. Speaking of Anthony <laughs> Davis in New Orleans, <laughs> there was an interview with Sports Illustrated where you remember we were talking about that trade that didn't happen, the Chris Paul to the Lakers trade, yeah. where everybody's like, damn, Chris Paul could have been playing with Kobe. Stern didn't allow it. So Stern looked back at his time as the NBA commissioner and remembered a few trades that came across his desk over the years. He talked about a time in which he vetoed a trade centered around Chris Paul between the then New Orleans Hornets and the Los Angeles Lakers and then called Dell Demps, who's a president and GM right now, a lousy general manager. He said Demps agreed to trade Paul to the Lakers for Kevin Martin and Louis Scola. And he was like, we can do better than that. And then the next trade was to the Clippers for Eric Gordon and Al Farouk Aminu and what we thought was a really great draft pick, which was the 10th pick, which ended up being Austin Rivers. At least those three and someone else, which was Chris Kamen. He said, but Dell Demps is a lousy general manager and none of those players are currently with the team anymore and he's probably going to lose Anthony Davis. Damn. So he Damn. pretty much just let Damn. you know. Said, I'm not commissioning no more, bitch. I'm about to love. Let me tell you how I really feel. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how trash these right, Look at this trash ass shit they brought to my desk, bro. And you wanted me to let that through? No, you wanted bro. me to destroy a team? <laughs> That's what you wanted me to do? Destroy <laughs> the Hornets so people could see Chris Paul and Kobe Bryant play together? No. Nah, you man. Gotta give up something. He's like, I did it in the best interests. I feel of you. New Orleans Hornets. Fans not going to like it, but I feel you. That's like just taking off fucking cap space on Madden and just getting whoever you want. And just telling everybody else, hey, let me get them him off you. I'm going to give you a seventh rounder. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. And he's just racking up your team while everybody else trash. Hell yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, he, and then the thing Sounds about like it is. Sounds like a winner's mentality if you ask me. He was like, he wasn't going to let Paul go, like a future Hall of Famer go for some trash. Because eventually he did get traded to the Clippers. 
And they did get some good players off it for the time being. So that's that. Um, yeah, that was whatever I wanted yeah, to talk about. The Pelicans about got up in the NBA. The Pelicans leveled up. The Clippers leveled up. It's better for the sport. There it is. Shout out to you Davis. to L.A. so we can see more L.A. More Lakers. <laughs> like, we're not tired of seeing the Lakers be good every year. Now they got LeBron James. Like, we wanted to see LeBron with the Lakers. You know, that's an interesting look. And his sneakers look way better than Lakers colors. But that's another story for another day. Um, Them niggas still over three. Hey, Kyle Kuzma, you eating? No, keep eating, baby. LeBron need to learn how to shoot free throws. Hey, Kuz got them... He's got that gear. His sneakers is looking right. If you guys haven't noticed, just take a look. Past couple of games, Jim is snapping. Lakers as a whole got the best kick game in the league right now. Yeah. That's why they're losing all these games. Exactly, because they're trying to be clean with their ugly. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it for the NBA, bro. That's a nice little beat. Nice little beat. Nice little beat. <laughs> but, uh, Shout out to the Nuggets, though. We out here. Oh, we predicted that since last year. Listen, you know, NBA 2K? NBA 2K has been putting us on as to what teams is going to be fire. Because the Nuggets was fire last year on 2K, and they fire right now. And low-key, the Pelicans was really hard to beat, and they fire right now, too. Mm-hmm. So, shout-out to 2K for getting something right with their ugly Anyway, moving on to underrated bars of fame. I ain't hearing no flame from this NBA Live. Nah, nah. I'm a little disappointed. I thought they was going to catch up, but apparently You don't! Next week. That was pretty good, actually. (laughs) That was pretty pretty good. So, today, I've been kind of... I've kind of been on, like, this off-rap thing. And I've just been looking for just, you know, good bars. And I think I found a really good, underrated song that a lot of people don't know about, which is a great song. And it's called Bambi by Jadena. Oh, I love this song. So, the song starts as Bambi, Bambi. My dear, my dear, my dear. Why don't you tell me what the song's about? In the beginning? I mean, I think it would be clear if I read it. Sure. Whatever, bro. You just, you ruined it. Um, I didn't ruin it. Yeah, you ruined you it. Could just it's okay. okay. So, the song is about No, just him do what you're going to do, bro. All right, cool. So, go with it the way that I was yeah. originally doing it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Bambi, Bambi, my dear, my dear, my dear, my dear, I want you here, but don't get too near for there's lions beware. Oh, Bambi, I won't lie. If I weren't in this spider web of mine, if grandfather never had seven wives, then darling, you would be love of my life. Oh, Bambi, it's my design to run the jungle. I must be a lion. Or be a cheetah, but neither is fine. Don't want to hurt my dear love of my life. Bambi, Bambi. My dear, my dear, my dear. My dear, I want you here, but don't get too near, for there's lions beware. Sometimes I hide. When you FaceTime, I text you back a lie. Because I'm afraid to look back in your eyes I'm terrified you were love of my life. The women among the tribe, they will be jealous of this lullaby. I drink alone in my hotel and cry, because now they know you are love of my life. Bambi, Bambi. My dear, my dear, my dear. My dear, I want you here, but don't get too near, for there are lions, beware. 
I wish that we were forever young. I always knew that this day would come. The fork in the road where I cannot run between loving many and loving one. I got the wedding invitation, Bambi. I'm happy that he wants to make a family. But I cannot promise I won't run up in the church there screaming your name, Bambi. No one can take you from me, Bambi. No one can take you from me, Bambi. No one can take you from me, Bambi. Bambi, Bambi. My dear, my dear, my dear. My dear, I want you here. But don't get too near for there's lions beware. I just want to see my baby. That's my Bambi. That's my dear. Bambi, Jadena, underrated bars of fame. If you've never listened to that song, beautiful song. Give that song a listen. It's got all the feels. Cause he's talking about cause Jadena, his background is he's the son of a chief. And he's just used to just having a lot of women around. And he, there's this one girl, his Bambi, and he just couldn't commit to her in time. And she ended up clearing it and getting married to somebody else. And uh, yeah, she invited him to the wedding. Mm. That'd be tough. That's yeah. So I think we're done, man. Okay. Is there anything else that we need to add? Um. Well, since we won't be talking to them for another week, happy Halloween, everybody. Oh, happy yeah. Happy Halloween. Halloween. This is true. Happy Halloween. Oh, by the way, Dame Lillard stole your idea. Um, I'm going to do it better. What? Because he's having a mask. I don't need a mask. I'm going to actually... Oh, Stone Cold? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to be the rock. Nice. I'm about to get some. I'm about to get some Adidas pants. My Austin 316 shirt just came in today. Oh yeah, I'm about to get some Adidas pants, a cowboy blazer, no shirt, or what up? <laughs> and the WWE championship. That's lit. So yeah, man. Um, if they want to reach us, fans, we'll get back to y'all with the fan mail. We just this episode's way too long for us to really get into it, but we promise we we'll planned on doing it this episode too. We did. We just, it just had way too much to talk about. Had to cut for time. Yeah. So if they still want to send us fan mail, because we'll get to it eventually. Of course. Where do they reach us at? Um, they can reach us at ballsportspodcast at gmail dot com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. And what about on uh, Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. There it is. The music is on right now. Enjoy our lives, man. We appreciate y'all for listening to our podcast because you could have been listening to any podcast in the world, but you're listening to us and we fucks with y'all. Do we know? Ashanti, keep doing what you're doing with them 24 tickets, so some niggas out here doing it for the free. Don't listen to 50. Shanti, you can come on. You can come on the show. Don't listen to 50. Shanti, you, Shanti, you can definitely come on the show. Trust me. We'll talk. And 50, you're a little asshole. Let me see y'all. <laughs> All right, I think we out, man. Oh, bye, host. Let me see y'all. All right, y'all little scatterwags. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll probably eat then go vegan. I'm never speaking for reasons that even made a couple demons go to preaching again. My new is rocking and loaded. I got a chip on my shoulder. Put a clip on your soldier. My ring, it look like a.